0: Welcome to the floor of fantasy and sci-fi lore. We are diving into Descent into Avernus. We gave you a bunch of backstory leading up to the moment where the adventure actually starts, where the Flaming Fist presses the party into service. So this might be, well, this will be a little bit different than how we have done things in the past. Usually we go through, we give you a really quick summary, we dive into lore points. But within the Descent into Avernus, We did mention there are things that the DM knows. He knows everything. And then there are mysteries that the party has to solve along the way or gets to solve. So we're going to try going through the adventure as though you, the listeners, are in the party. And that way, there are mysteries for you to solve, pieces for you to figure out, and events like this. As I said, this is something new. We're going to try. You let us know what you think. And when we finish, we will put together a single episode that is just a lore summary. What are the big lore points to take away? And, you know, halfway through, if most of you are like, hey, we're not a fan of this, just give us the lore. We'll just produce the lore episode and move on. So we're going to try this out. We're going to see how we feel about it, how you feel about it. And we'll be going from there. So as we do need a party to be moving to Avernus, I have pulled four characters from Baldur's Gate 3 to be the party here. This is uh, Carlac, the Barbarian, Shadowheart the Cleric, Gale the Wizard, and Astarian the Rogue. So that our basic roles are filled out. And occasionally we will mention...
1: So there's a, there's a Barbarian, a Wizard, a Rogue, and a Cleric? Yes. Perfect. Uh, I'm ready.
0: Another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. The adventure begins where we've been pressed into service by the Flaming Fist, and the party is sent to speak to a captain of the Flaming Fist named Zodj. And when the party arrives, they see this one-eyed captain battering back a mob that is trying to flee the city. And as the Flaming Fist are knocking people out and knocking them down, other members of the Flaming Fist are then robbing those people. Uh. So that—that that is the state of the city at the moment.
1: <laughs> so these are the, the guards for the city? Guards for the city, yes. Okay, that is, okay, Do, so, are they hiring? Uh, We've we, been hired. We work
0: for them already. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the, yes. these are the guys who hired us. All right. The hired is the wrong yes, word. Yes, press Forced game. us to work for them. Oh, yeah, we're talking about this, the, the press game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. We, we kind of, we will get paid, but we also don't have a choice to be <clears> here. <throat> <yet. laughs> so, that is the situation. And any time they encounter one of the Hellrider paladins, they take them into custody for interrogations. <clears throat> so, Zodge mentions that he believes the Hellrider paladins are responsible for the disappearance of the city of El and if not completely responsible, they at least know a lot more than they're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: real quick uh, question. Uh, since we are getting paid, I know that there's a lot of uh, companies that offer promotions based off you know, showing a willingness and performance. So if I go beat up a couple kids or civilians or grandmas, would that show my resolution of the cause potentially give me?
0: That depends how much money you bring back. Rich kids, wealthy. I I think it is less about who and what you bring back, right? So I'll go beat up street urchins. We'll even mention this now. There are a group of people called the patriarchs. So let's talk about the 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 hierarchy of Baldur's Gate. So Baldur's Gate is what's called an independent city. There are no royalty that rule here. They may visit, but they have no power or authority here. It's like a city state. Yeah, it's a city state. And so the way power is wielded in Baldur's Gate is the wealthiest families in the city pool together their money to pay for two groups of guards. The Flaming Fist, who we've met, who serve as both both a kind of police and also the army that defends Baldur's Gate. Like, oh, if a horde of orcs comes in to, to attack Baldur's Gate, Flaming Fist are going to protect it. But you also have, which is the Watch, which uh, works only in kind of the really wealthy areas of the city and protects them both from criminals and the Flaming Fist, who can get a little wild, as we have seen. Ah. So get hired by the Watch and then secretly work for the Flaming Fist. That's how you make the good That's money. That's how you make the good money, yes. So the, um, so you have all these wealthy merchants who kind of pay for all of these services in Baldur's Gate. And the heads of the, these merchant families that are this wealthy that are kind of preparing for all this stuff, they're called the Patriarchs of Baldur's Gate. And these are the only people who have a vote in the city. So the mm. Patriarchs will then elect the four Dukes of Baldur's Gate. So these are, it's, it's kind of like their Congress or their Senate, right? This is the mm-hmm. political body that is making laws and different things like that. And then the, those four Dukes will elect a single member of those four to be the Grand Duke of Baldur's Gate. And that was the guy who went missing. Yes, and it is the Grand Duke who has gone missing. Yes. Flaming Fist is robbing people and arresting paladins. And we show up being like, hey, we were told to come here and uh, report for duty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Zarge, uh informs us that the Cult of the Dead Three. Now, we have talked about these before, right? You have Bane, Ball, and Merkel, right? The.
1: Oh, these are the ones that used to be adventurers. Yes, they were adventurers. That got to level 20, had nothing else to do. So they were like, let's be gods. And then they were.
0: Yes, yes. So they made a deal, and each of them got a piece of Jurgle's power, right? Uh, Bane, who is the uh, god of pain, Ball, who is the god of murder, and Merkel, who is the god of the dead. So in Baldur's Gate, like we did mention that this cult is outlawed in many parts of Faerun, right? They're like, you guys kill people, you torture people, you do kinds of, all kinds of simple stuff. You're not welcome in our city. Baldur's Gate actually does not outlaw any religion, right? There are laws on murder and kidnapping and torture, but as long as you don't violate those, they don't care if you worship or not. So there is a known and active cult of the mm-hmm. Dead Three in Baldur's Gate. However, now that there are so many people that the Flaming Fist is just overwhelmed in the city. Uh, can we backtrack real quick?
1: Yeah. You said Bane was the god of pain. He It says he's the god of tyrannical, tyrannical oppression, terror, and hate. Okay. So, yeah. like, yeah, you know, pain is a subset of those. Just want to make sure, you know, you got
0: his resume correct. Okay, yeah. Now that there are just all these refugees... Crime has gone through the roof, partly because the refugees show up with nothing. So they're stealing food and money and stuff to sell for money to get food, right? The end game of all the refugees is food. But in that there's a lot of other crime happening. And because the number of people in the city are now vastly outnumbering the Flaming Fist, crime has just gone rampant. And the cult of the Dead Three has taken this as a grand opportunity to just do all the things they always have wanted to do, but couldn't get away with before. Tyranny, oppression, hate, those kind murder, of they're, they're dancing. Yeah, in these all the all the classics. Death, all the classics. <laughs> yes, they they're loving it. So Zodge tells us he has a contact at the Elf Song's Tavern, and sends the party there to speak with the contact and try and find out where the Cult of the Dead Three is operating from, and then to follow that lead. So Elf Song Tavern. Very famous location in Baldur's Gate. You visit it, I'm pretty sure, in almost every version of the game. Anyone who's played Baldur's Gate 1, uh, the DLC uh, for Baldur's Gate 1, the Siege of Dragonspear, and I think in Baldur's Gate 3, you will visit the Elf Song Tavern. So it is a staple of Baldur's Gate. So we go there to meet the contact. This is the Bard, Triana. And she does have the information, but she also... Has a problem. Now, she never gives us the specifics on what she has done to a group of pirates, but they are very angry and they have decided that whatever it is she's done, it is better to kill her than to try and get repayment for whatever she has done. So she wants help dealing with these pirates in exchange for her information. And this will lead to a tavern brawl as the pirates show up just about this time. Common for a quest. I want something from you. Well, you need to
1: do something for me. Common request, yes.
0: It's a little, little convenient.
1: Starts in a tavern. There's a brawl. Yeah, that's pretty common.
0: In the brawl, four, 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 four members in the party and uh, eight pirates. Now, there are a bunch of bouncers. There's Flaming Fist. There's other patrons, some who might <laughs> also be adventurers. So you can persuade, you can bribe, you know. You can charm one of the imminent enemies and maybe get them to hit mm. one of the flaming fists. You can do a lot to bring in more people onto your side in this fight.
1: Can you do a lot to uh, get a lot of people not on your side?
0: Yes, you could do that as well, right? Like I think you get a you roll a a, a a one in this fight. There's a good chance you go from fighting eight to fighting twelve, having
1: four on your team to having two on your team.
0: So after winning the battle, Triana tells us the the party. That several blocks northwest of here is a public bathhouse with a walled garden and a frolicking nymph carved into its front gates.
1: So it's a very specific,
0: beautiful, what was it? Bathhouse. Fountain? It's a public bathhouse. Bathhouse, okay. Should we take a break thinking about bathhouses? Well, let me finish the, the paragraph here. Followers of the Dead Three have been seen coming and going from the bathhouse, and I'm told there's a secret door inside that leads to a dungeon where the killers are hiding. Even if Triana is killed in this battle, you can use the classic Baldur's Three spells, Speak with Dead, to get the information out of. Her. And that is where we'll take our break.
1: Okay, so just people can die. That's fine. Yeah,
0: doesn't matter if she dies. <laughs> no, I <laughs> mean, like, the deal was you would save me and be like, well, you
1: died, so. Uh, Tacticality, too, was just we still had to mission. fight
0: the guys, even. <laughs>
1: Welcome back. We're trying something a little different here with this Baldur's Gate 3 Ascent into Avernus. We're walking through the tabletop game. If you haven't played it, that's okay. We're basically playing it now. If you're confused, great. Let me clear some things up for you. Uh, Number one, uh, we started in a tavern brawl. Uh, There was four of us. uh, Our party consists of a barbarian who has a name I forgot. A cleric, who's a namer, I forgot. A wizard, whose name, I forgot. Have you not played the ball with K3? <laughs> and um, a rogue, whose name, I forgot. <laughs> Anyways, Tavern Brawl. Uh, We've got also got a couple different types of NPCs, as it were. You've got the townsfolk, who life's not great. They want food. Then you've got the rich townsfolk, who hire the watch was a bunch of wealthy guards. Then you've got the Flaming Fist, who are basically like the militia and police for the, for the area. But they also, like if they're bored and there's not a lot going on and they're not being like raided or attacked, they're just going to mug and steal from the local villagers. So they are actually looking to expand. So if anyone wants to move there. Remember right now, it's a no one in, no one out. Rule that that's that's part of the disarray that's happening.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. No, they're not letting any more refugees into the city, but because there are specific refugees they want to interrogate, they're not letting anyone out either.
1: It's just, yeah, so a lot of good things going on here. A lot of good things. Currently, our characters just got tasked with uh going to fight a bathhouse,
0: (laughs) fight a bathhouse like it's a giant mimic. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> yeah and i think that's uh, it so investigate is is the word investigate not fight <laughs> you're
1: gonna go investigate a bathhouse and then uh they're supposed to protect someone but it doesn't matter if you protect them
0: because they could die and you could still be fine i just see like what if that's like what the, the the guy told us to do go fight the bathhouse we're out there like with like sledgehammers like smashing it he shows up like three hours later he's like what's going on I'm be like we're fighting the bathhouse i meant investigate <laughs>
1: Yeah, that would, be, that would be awesome. We would destroy that so fast.
0: <laughs> uh, we head up to the bathhouse, and there we uh, speak with someone outside who mentions that it was built and owned by Thamira Van Thumper. Van Thumper. like So, like, Thumper from, from Bambi, and then just a van in front of Van Thumper, right? Well, yeah, if there was a van in front of Thumper, he's probably got a low chance of survival. <laughs> so yeah, so Vamper is one of the dukes of Baldur's Gate. So not only is she wealthy, she was also elected to one of these positions. Now, do not forget that Baldur's Gate at this time is corrupted to the core by the guild, right? And so And even Triana, who you spoke to, worked for the guild. That is where our information is coming from. So we know that she built this bathhouse. So once we arrive, the bathhouse is a one-story stuccoed building with stained glass windows and clay roof tiles. Ten-foot-tall walls enclosed a large courtyard outside the southeast corner of the building. The closed wooden doors to the courtyard engraved with images of smiling nymphs dancing and frolicking in water. When the party enters the bathhouse, we hear the flapping of wings and we notice one of the imp statues from outside is gone. It's
1: not a bathhouse, it's a bat house. It's an imp. It. Guy just slurs.
0: Are not bats, and they would be offended. Probably why it flew away. Probably stuffs a bat in its mouth as it tells you, be like, not bats. <laughs> it's like, you're not a banana. It's true, I'm not. Inside, the walls uh, of this 20-foot high pillars, um, that are adorned with frescoes of bathing royalty and natural light streams through the stained glass windows, creating colorful patterns on the tiles of polished blue marble to cover the floor. Three shallow, sunken pools contain scintillating, perfume-scented water. White marble benches bearing stacks of dry towels are nearby, and there are... Probably four or five people bathing in them, and uh, four guards who just kind of stand watch to, I guess, prevent violence in the pools. I mean, I imagine at least one noble has tried to drown another in the bathhouse at some point. And then, and then, and you know, after after one success, they're like, "Well, we've got to have guards so that doesn't happen again." I'm just
1: picturing like some really fat people because I just imagine nobles are really rich; they can get a lot of food. They're all just super overweight. She's watching some fat guy try and drown another fat guy. Just slippering, and it's just not going well. And neither of them know how to drown how somebody. How to fight, cause they and never they, had to. Like, guards! Oh, there's some guards in here!
0: Falling on the ground. Lots of heavy grunting. So there are two massage rooms, in one of the rooms, we meet Quintira, who is one of the masseuses. Uh, Gale, our wizard, is going to use detect thoughts on her. And it is there that we learn that uh, while Salmura van Thurpen, Thumper, built the bathhouse, it is run by her son, Mortlock. And uh, that the masseuses are told, do not be here after midnight. And so they're pretty sure some shady stuff is going on. The guy's name is Warlock? N- Mortlock. Not Warlock. Ward- Mortlock. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, like, that's a dead ringer if his name was
1: actually Warlock. Geez, <laughs> <Actually. laughs> I wonder if he's
0: bad. And it is there that our rogue, Astarian, feels a breeze coming from the far wall that should be a solid wall.
1: Wait, can we hypothetically for this playthrough, could it be the barbarian that felt it, the rogue? I uh, just rolled a really shady roll. <laughs> <hole? laughs>
0: <laughs> sure, it could be the barbarian that feels a breeze coming up his wall. It's because he's right. so furry. <laughs> well, and he's not wearing any clothes. <laughs> Wait, have you guys Everyone not- else is layered. Have, have you not met Carlock? Carlock is on fire. Carlock the Barbarian? Carlock the Barbarian. He's, he's th- on fire? He's on fire. His whole body? Yeah. Like- Well, yeah, of
1: course he's going to feel the breeze. The fire's going to move. The <laughs> Yeah,
0: so so because you haven't met Carlock, Carlock is in Baldur's Gate 3. She's one of the companions, or I guess you can play as an origin story. Is she. She uh, is a- I think she's a typhoon. Yeah, typhoon, um, yeah. But- She has had her heart replaced with an infernal engine so that she is literally burning to the touch and every once in a while, when she gets angry enough, she lights on fire. Wow. And she's, uh, what's her relationship status? (laughs) To the main character? That depends, man. (laughs) depends on the choices you make. That's right. Yeah. So you can date her? Yes. You can date almost anyone. Okay. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate, yeah.
1: Yeah, but fire girl sounds kind of like top of the list. I've only heard of one person so far, but that one person's at the top. Just pick up so. your
0: fire resistance, right? Yeah, it's true. No, it there there, there are even times where she like wants to make out with you. She says, but I don't want to light you on fire. So we got to solve yeah, well, this puzzle first. <laughs> who cares what you want? I want to make out
1: with you without a fire ring.
0: Oh, I, there there is even uh, a YouTuber who put a clip where... Uh, he agrees to make out with Carlock and she kills him because he's got one hit point and she lights him on fire.
1: Things people do for
0: love. Maybe <laughs> drink a
1: health potion right before. That'd be <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy. So,
0: all right. So, uh, with some investigation and some searching, we find the latch that will open the secret door and we are hit in the face with the heavy scent of sewage leading into a dark corridor. So, And I think that's probably a good place to uh, stop. Wait a minute. What about the imps that disappeared? That's for later. Okay. All
1: right. <laughs> well, we don't know if it's for later. That sounds a lot like metagaming. You say, <laughs> that's going to come back. Yeah. I might be metagaming. You <laughs> but, uh I'm definitely not. Because <laughs> I'm still trying to hang out with this barbarian
0: chick. Let's. So I didn't know how much we'd get through. So let's talk about a treasure room question real quick. So for a treasure room, we're also going to try something new. We're going to put a creature feature in there. Uh, So if you want to learn about this little imp, uh, what it is, their little history, their backstory, their inspiration, all that, check that out in the treasure room. Uh, We'll have a commercial in this episode as well that you probably already heard. uh, So put some of that content and uh, yeah. So also let us know what you think about the style of episode. Like I said, as we're moving through this adventure, it's a little bit different. Um, we had, we've tried to hit up our lore points. We talked about Flaming Fist, Veltherma Van Thumper, um, and some, and the Dead Three. So we have done lore points along the way, but it is a little bit different. So, uh, yeah, write in and let us know what you think. And as always, thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Feel free to write in if there's something you think we missed. We got wrong or just about a universe you're interested in. Now, if you just want to dive into the catalog, that is available wherever you get the podcast. However, a lot of our listeners are interested in specific worlds and specific lore. And the best way to get exactly what you're looking for is actually on our Patreon page. There's a few features there that can really just help you find exactly what you're looking for. So one is tags. I have a friend who, he loves D&D, he loves Eberron, but his favorite thing of all is House Caninth. And we've got a ton of episodes on that. And so on the Patreon site, you can just type in Caneth and all our episodes on House Kainith will come up. Or Eberron and all of Eberron come up. So we have covered things from uh, D&D Faerun, Eberron, Cyberpunk, the Monsterverse, Kaiju if you like your giant monsters, the Xenoverse, Witcher, Marvel, DC. So if you're looking for a specific world, uh, we've even got Dune in there. You can uh, use the Patreon, the tags, and the collections to find the exact world you're looking for. For some people, this is the lore they are looking for. And for other people, maybe they've stumbled onto a universe they've never really encountered before and they're just loving it, but none of their friends are into it yet. And they just don't have anyone to talk about it with. And the floor is a perfect place to just be able to join a conversation on this topic. And we are always happy to get emails when you write in. And as we get more and more of these, we will start releasing listener mail from these diverse topics so that you can join this conversation. That is patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And we have a link in every set of show notes. So it should be easy to find and uh, hope you find what you're looking for and you enjoy what you find.